I feel more confident in who I am as like a person than I did 10 years ago in my 20s. Like I just feel like more sure of who I am. So then I'm like feeling a little bit more confident about putting it out there, I guess. Like I feel like, yes, some things I may say may not be everybody's cup of tea, but like it doesn't have to be. And I think that's just from a place of age. It's a certain realization that like you don't have to be like there's genres for a reason. Like you don't have to be everybody's cup of tea. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. It was a hole in one golf theme. Yeah, I can see both of them. This is cozy. Yes, it is. This is cozy. Wow. This I have to figure out my microphone, though, because I feel like too. a little troll person. Me too. I <laughs> know. Well, like, I'm so, I Am feel I like I'm seated to be so this eager. Far back? Maybe I'll just hold it like a pop star. <laughs> like a pop. <laughs> an international pop sensation. Yes. Ugh. Okay. So the chairs are a little low for the table. Yeah. So we're learning. Some we're growing. Say. But honestly, can I just. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. I feel, honestly, I feel good. I feel good, too. Um, so we're in our new little space. Yes. Our space has pivoted again since the last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a little vibe going now. We do. Like, I would call it a vibe. Absolutely. It's honestly, it's changing every time I come down here because we record – at Lauren's house, so like sometimes I'm not here for a week or so if we stock up on some episodes, so it's exciting for me to come down and see the changes. And you I know? live here with my husband, so if you live with a <laughs> husband, you know that all of a sudden it's like 10 o'clock at night. Or and maybe you're like, this let's is just, do this. Maybe this is just me and mine, but like, yeah, 10 o'clock at night, we're like, we could move like things to different flights of the house if i'm gonna paint my bathroom it's gonna be at 8 30 at night yeah we're gonna go up three flights of stairs to get a bureau we're gonna put it on the second floor we have like this whole game plan and then we're like yeah we'll get that done in like an hour and a half like pan to us at the latest two o'clock in the morning absolutely (laughs) everybody's passive honestly i was gonna say passive aggressive but at that point you're just like grunting at each other you're like i hate you so much why did we do this but here it is it's it was worth it but i have to tell you so today yeah i went to target of course because i had the day off a day off must a day off must a staple yes um and it is christmas now whether (laughs) anyone likes it or not yeah um, and I perused the Christmas items. You had to. Absolutely. They weren't going to let you go in and not look at them. <laughs> so one thing about today is that I had both of my children on a weekday at home. So I got to be the stay-at-home mom, but mm-hmm. I also was, like, cosplaying a homeschool situation with no curriculum. Yes. I was the substitute homeschool teacher. Yeah. So, and my six-year-old was well, which just usually makes it, I don't want to say worse, but... 
more challenging. Do you feel like you're breaking the law when you walk through Target? You're like, she's not of school age. Right? I'm like, I hope we don't see an administrator. Yeah. What were those people that like our parents told us would come get us if we didn't go to school? They'd like come in a car. I'm like, what were they going to do? Bring me there? Like, that's <laughs> camping legal. A, they'd bring you to a foster home. Oh my God. <laughs> that's the end. Over missing school? <laughs> Being at Kmart with your mom yeah, during the day. Exactly. She's the adult. Let me live. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so we're in Target and we did our whole Target loop and I realized today that we do Target backwards but that's that's a talk for a different time and wait don't brush over that I just need to know so you start and and you go towards what the cosmetics and cleaning no we go towards the clothes that's frontwards I think is it not so I think if you go in terms of of actual need okay like things that you need there's things (laughs) that you want like it starts as I need it all. <laughs> <laughs> like over there's a Walgreens. If you want to start in a Walgreens or you want to start in an H and M. H and M. Absolutely. Every time. So that's so we're doing it backwards. So I think that's backwards in adult <laughs> land. Fair enough. But, I'm not living there. And I that just was something that tossed through my head because yeah. I'm like I'm like at this point I'm like pinch I'm like pinching the pennies over like so right because you started with like a sweatshirt like a stars above sweatshirt i'm like i made a 30 dollars sweatshirt purchase you're not the same person at the end of your target trip as you are in the beginning no so you should probably be buying like yeah start with the (laughs) q-tips start with the q-tips not for me though no not not yet no so so as i was going around target this is the like actual story that i wanted to tell you so we were in the shoe section Mm -hmm. i was in the wild and a Rudy approached me. Shut up. A Ru- it was so unlike a Rudy, but she I know. was a bold one. Her oh name is Nicole. Stop. So honestly, I don't know what I looked like. I hope I didn't have any crusty <laughs> Probably bloggers. a little scared. <laughs> I probably looked a little scared. And like we were in the kids' shoes. So like honestly, the kids' shoes is historically just like you Chaos. can't. You can barely walk. And you can't bring your carriage into it. No. So, so she was like parking her carriage on the outside of it, which is so smart. Yeah. She was with her little son. And Aww. she looked right at me and she was like, do you have a podcast? And Stop. I was like, you're famous. Yeah, I do. Oh my God. And yeah, I probably looked scared. <laughs> but then I like but right away. But it warmed away, you up after. I right away smiled. Like I Aww. had to tell her that she made my whole day. Like what a big deal. And honestly, we just had some like target banter. Ugh. And it just like, it really. Exactly where you think you would bump into a Rudy. Exactly. At target. And honestly, aside from her, I didn't make eye contact with a single no. soul. So I'm like, this is the support group. Yeah, exactly. These are the people I want to make eye contact with in Target. Yeah. So These I, people only. I hope to bump into Nicole again in oh the future. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, so sweet. We had a little chat. We have kids the same like difference in age group. Yeah. And she had really supportive things to say. And I love that so when much. when you hear that somebody is being supported by our banter and then you like have a little banter with them in person, you're like, this is exactly, like I said, this, this is, is what exactly it's about. what I come here for. You a know? thousand percent. And I hope that people like her keep showing up and yeah. the network gets bigger and we never have to feel alone on our commutes or doing the dishes or, yeah. you know, wherever Absolutely. you listen to us. Absolutely. That story honestly warms my heart. It what was a cool so experience. hard not to tell you. Oh my God. How long have you been? Just today, right? It was today, but But I, it was hard. You yeah. want, you mentally, you started to record a voice message and you were like, no. I want her to hear this for real. But I am so happy and about Lennon that. And Lennon was like, I'm her daughter. 
I'm her daughter. Lauren's. <laughs> I'm Lauren's daughter. Yeah. I, I made so sure much. to say my name too because yeah. I'm like, I can't just start assume. Not, and I and I do this thing where I'll start talking to people, but I'll never introduce my introduce myself. Yeah. And honestly, it gets away from you. And then you're like, I never learned that person's no. name. What a nice soul. But that's one thing about us, yes. you know? So a Rudy out in the wild. I love that so much. That's very cool. And honestly, that's kind of brings us into our topic because it is almost Thanksgiving and we kind of wanted to talk about some things that we're feeling thankful for. And I think the things that we wanted to talk about most were our friendship and also what this podcast has meant to us because you having that experience is is really just a result of us becoming friends and that's like I don't know I was just thinking how so I watched Lennon this weekend yeah you did and that was amazing and I want to get into all of that but I was just thinking, how cool is this that three years ago, because obviously my phone does that thing where it reminds me of all of my memories, and then I have to feel sentimental about them. And Make so, you a quick slideshow. A quick slideshow <laughs> with some random music behind it, and these pictures were coming up of one of the first times that we hung out, and it's just like, Lasky wasn't even a thought. It was little Nora and Lukey and Len playing in the leaves, and now I'm looking at these kids three years older in my yard having a sleepover, playing in a pile of leaves, and I'm just like, what a cool journey this has been. Like, I don't know. I just was feeling very reflective about it and feeling very thankful for where we started and where we are. Yeah, yeah. With Thanksgiving, obviously, you know, you're going to have a little table talk about feeling grateful, thankful, and blessed. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a little... That's what the... Yeah. That's, that's what, what the, the wall photo, art says. That's what the photo props say. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I feel as though our friendship feels so new, but as you obviously get away from it, mm -hmm. it feels as though no time has passed. Yeah. But then reflectively, you're like, wow, this is quite a journey that we've been on. Yeah. Like and, a lot has happened. And like you said, we have social media to just like bring it forth yeah. for our comparisons of our children but mm -hmm. like for our own nostalgia we have to kind of dig deep into the smelly boxes of the basement yeah they smell weird so i really envy our children on their database yeah absolutely that they have. so accessible i hope the ai uses it for good and not <laughs> evil but don't we all as of right now it's a great archive of like friendship and yeah to think of three years ago like, you coming to my empty house, like we were talking about earlier. I didn't even have a house yet. You didn't even have a house. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just wild, like, just to think of, like, it's kind of brings me back to how, like, one decision in your life can really send your course in such a way, because I feel like we've had such an impactful relationship with each other mm -hmm. and all the things that have come out of it. Like, I feel like... You know, when my when I was growing up, my parents were friendly and friends with my friends' parents, you yeah. know, some closer than others. But like they didn't start being best friends like simultaneously. Like I think the thing that we're doing is just really cool. Oh, absolutely. You know, like it's just very cool. Absolutely. And I feel as though I think my mom was like at school and she was like, these are the women that I'm going to attach myself to yeah. in order to get through school. And then she just ended up having like a like 
golden girls type of friendship with them like it was just a natural assortment but it was the 90s it was different it was um so now i feel as though it's so much harder to find that organically yes and that's what brought us here absolutely and i feel like when we're talking and we're talking through this to others it is normalizing the idea that like yeah I need a friend like that. Yeah. I want to evolve in friendship like that with somebody that maybe I otherwise wouldn't. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But I do feel as though, like you said, like it's one choice that brings you to a bunch of different things. And then you look back and you're like, how did we get here? Yeah. But me and Kenny have this thing where we're always like, because it's. I feel as though it's normal, especially if you have children, but even mm. if you don't, to romanticize the idea of different choices. Yeah, of course. And we won't talk about what choices they are. They're no. just different from the ones you made. This is the Midnight Library. It's the butterfly effect, the Midnight Library. And me and my husband always say, like, there's nobody else I'd rather be, which is, like, the corniest shit to say. But it's true. But it is true. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly where I want to be. Yeah. I'm happy with who I am. Mm-hmm. I love my family, like... All the choices I made brought me right here, and this is where I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. But we'll always say, like, but, you know, parallel universe, Lauren, I hope she's happy. Yes. Or I bet she's doing good. I love that. Or I bet she's taking a nap during the day. And if you find any of what we're saying, like, remotely interesting, please read The Midnight Library, because that's pretty much the plot of that storyline, like, seeing how different choices in her life would have played out differently. But it's so true, and it was maybe last week Luke and I had kind of a similar, I feel like, type of moment where him and I were walking. He was helping me put the chickens away, and we were walking back into our house, and we're just seeing like our chickens roaming through the yard, walking to our house that we live in that is ours that keeps us safe and warm, and he just like, we've been having a lot of things thrown at us lately, which I think we all are, honestly. I don't think anyone's just you know, dodging and weaving life right now. I think we're all trying to work through things, but it's felt personal (laughs) lately. So we were kind of just like, you know, we've been a little bit on edge and we were walking to the house and he just hugged me and he was like, we are so lucky. And it's those moments where like you need to be reflective. Look at the big picture because sometimes the things that are right in front of you feel so cloudy that you can't think about how lucky you are to just be here on this earth and like what a glorious thing that is you know to just exist yes well that's like so you're as much as this time makes you feel thankful and grateful and you're like oh I'm so blessed like it is stressful exactly and pushy and sped up and commercialized and like that's the type of shit that makes you just like disassociative yeah you time travel because you're just staring at the wall yeah exactly (laughs) you're like how many hours have gone by (laughs) and you're like you're you're so programmed to just getting through it that you're like oh i'm actually allowed to stop and enjoy this exactly and that was so lennon slept over this weekend yes and Lennon slept over this weekend because we were supposed to do an adult thing. We were so, so You were so close. close. So close. So I have another friend duo getting married. Yep. So there was an engagement that happened. And it was in a faraway place at a late time. <laughs> and So taboo. And I was going to go to it. You were going to go so hard. I aligned the babysitters. Yeah. I aligned the time off. I yep. was going. 
Um, and then, of course, my youngest, Alaska, was leveled by the common cold. Yeah. And she was feverish in a way that's like... I have to be the one to... A little sketchy. Because yeah. you're, like, you're like, it could be fine or it could be a 104. And you're not going to be able to, like enjoy yourself when you don't know which way it's gonna go and nobody wants to take that like fever medication administration over the phone yeah. with your caretaker it's just of your one baby. of those things you need to be in control of. so i did have to make the tough decision to not go and but live it gives guilt. through via social media yeah. but it looked beautiful but with that i wasn't willing to crush Lennon's dreams right my six-year-old yeah. this weekend because so, we told them about the sleepover we couldn't help ourselves there was nothing else to look forward to and I was like <laughs> I was like surprised <laughs> no don't get sick for 24 hours if you want to sleep at your best friend's house I don't remember what the last thing was <laughs> that she was pressing me on but I was just like you're sleeping at Norris like I don't know <laughs> surprise if and you like, stop talking right now I'll let you sleep over <laughs> it wasn't when I wanted to tell her but no. when it, it was when it was when you to. had to. Yeah. So so with that, we had to do the pickup the next day. Well, yes. we didn't have to, but me and you were texting and like yeah. we both agreed via text that like they were so happy we were not interfering. They were so happy. And they are less kids when there's more of them because they're together yes. and they're actually playing and entertaining each other. Yes. So it was a mutual agreement, like no rush. Like literally, we our plan was to not leave the house after soccer. Yeah. And one thing about my husband is that he can rush for no reason sometimes, mm. especially when it's just like a, a laid back event. Yes. And it's not his fault. He's just a productive guy. It's just the anxiety. He likes a project. He likes his anxiety being channeled into rubber made bins mostly. Yes. <laughs> so, so, or like he has to be like fiddling with lighting or something has yeah. to be being Something's done. on his mind. So I Lucas was like. Is as well a busy so, body. So yeah. So we've had all this time together, just the two of us yep. with the baby. Mm -hmm. But the baby doesn't talk. Mm -mm. Barely. She says, what's that sound? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've had all this alone time and we're like, we're going to your house and I'm like, hey, Let's just enjoy this. Yeah. Like, let's just enjoy her enjoying this time. Because mm -hmm. we know that it, there's going to be no good way to exit. Yes. Right? So we might as well wallow in the happiness. Right. For hours. Exactly. Instead of pulling this Band-Aid off and dealing with. To do with, what? To go home and entertain them some more? No, like, she would probably just be mean all day. Exactly. She'd be like, how dare you pick me up? Right. Like, she was... I don't even know if she made eye contact with me when I got there. She didn't. And honestly, we so she slept over Friday night and Nora was very excited because she got to come to soccer with us Saturday. And like, I wouldn't say like the getting ready for soccer part of her stay was our shining moment because if you ever have tried to get out of the house with three kids, like no one's like, you know, thriving through that. No. So we're just, no one's mad, but we're just trying to get our shit out the door on time. Yeah. And there's a hustle. There's a hustle. And Lennon looks at me and she goes, I feel like part of the family. And I'm like, you are part of the family. And it was just the cutest thing ever. And um, when we got back, it was just like, they just wanted to be together. And like, I had to do little to nothing. And I want to just say like, there was a really funny part. So f Nora has crazy FOMO. Like she does not want to miss anything. She doesn't want to be I think it's anywhere. a six-year-old thing. Yes. So like she's playing hard with Lennon 
all day, you know, all gas, no brakes. And then all of a sudden, Lennon comes downstairs because they were playing in Nora's room and we're kind of settling Lukey down to get him ready for bed. And Lennon comes down and she's like, does Nora know when her bedtime is? And I was like, um, I was like, yeah, she has an idea, but we let her stay up a little bit later tonight. And she goes, well, she's ready for bed. And I walk <laughs> upstairs. Lennon leads me to her room. Nora's, because I made them a floor bed per their request. So Lennon leads me up and I find Nora on her side of the floor bed, earmuffs on, under the blanket, just looking at me like, I'm ready, you know? And Lennon was like, we're ready. And, and I was that's like, the like, unhinged things of the sleepover Crazy. that you're like, this is going to be wild. Like, yeah. they're going to eat candy. They're going to be bouncing off of things. My and God. for some reason, they're just like, I think they're just trying to like out mature each other. Yes. Like, look at me. Yes. I'm look sophisticated. At, oh, you don't put yourself to bed? <laughs> One of them was probably like, I brush my own teeth in the morning and Nora's probably like, well, then I put myself to bed. Like, hand <laughs> to my kid, like, not even putting on her own sleep mask at her house. But she'll, like, <laughs> she'll she'll do your last load of laundry. 100%. She'll be like, don't worry about like, it, Seth. how many dryer sheets do you use? <laughs> and that's the funny thing, too, is that, like. It's a persona. Obviously, when we first started going to your house, yeah, I remember the first time we went to your house, we helped set up your dining room table that we've we had. We didn't even, it was only a house. There was no furniture. There was none. And like, your house is very like airy and large. So when there was no furniture, it felt <laughs> like it was, it, it felt like it was supposed to be like one of those trampoline parts. It was a little things. spooky. It was spooky and I liked it. It was <laughs> echoey. So, yes. and of course the kids loved it because they just ran from one side of it to the other. Like it was yeah. a gymnasium. They were like, we love faux paneling. So <laughs> when we started going to your house, I remember Lennon just like loving your house. Yeah. And of course, it's always just like, what's not yours? Yes. You know, so we love those empty rooms. Then why do you keep making us get you more toys? <laughs> so the evolution of that to like her still being like, yeah, Stephanie has way better waffles <laughs> than you. And I'm like, dude. Stephanie buys the same shit as she me. She knows we're doing the same circle deals. Like, come on now. Like, every have you seen Stephanie? That's how you know they like conflict. That's how you know. And She's I, like, it's just like about being somewhere else and being out of your own element. Yes, which is why exciting. Nora's dying to sleep at your house now. I know. And I feel bad because, I mean, by the time that this airs, she'll be closer to a slumber yeah, party at my house. That's going to be but... our new cheap thrill that we're going to take way more advantage of because it makes both of us look like heroes. Yeah. Yeah, and before I met you, I had never had her sleep anywhere but my no. mom's. Um, That's a whole thing. Like, same. Yeah. Same. I have intrusive thoughts and like a slumber party. Not on the list of to-dos. Yeah. Not on the to-dos. My intrusive thoughts are the only ones having a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I feel as though with like the benchmark of our like three years of friendship. Yeah. Like that's like this two. This is a cool place to be. Two reels of um, time hop images. Yeah. I don't think we use time hop anymore. We don't have to, right? Whatever. I get your message. All the apps killed it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we can't go... We can't talk about the evolution of our friendship and our gratefulness and all of that yada yada without mentioning that we literally had a new person join our squad. Yeah. And she seamlessly did baby. it. She had one place to fit and she was like, I'm going to do it. I'm she was born right for this role, there. honestly. She was born for this role. She's like, whatever they can dish at me, I can take it. She proved that on Saturday. She absolutely um, did. I will preface... <laughs> 
any talk about Alaska with the fact that Lukey was who hijinks me into thinking like a second kid would be so... He was like, so, what a breeze. It'd be so easy. He's like, what, you can't do this? And it turns <laughs> out our houses were empty, so yeah. everything was easy. <laughs> I know, I know. We were just He was up. barely walking. <laughs> of course it was simpler times. Yeah, so I was bamboozled by his cuteness. Yeah, and we all were. Enter Lasky, and <laughs> she's a real brute. But yeah. <laughs> on Saturday... After her being in and out of a febrile state all of Friday night, I Mm -hmm. looked at her and I said, listen, your sister's happy. Yeah. And she's had a rough week. Get your shit together. It's a low grade. Yeah. We're going to give you some (laughs) ibuprofen. We're going to rally. And we're going to see what you look like around one. Yep. You're going to take a nap. Mm -hmm. She woke up. She knew the assignment. She Bright was like, eyed and bushy tailed. Better. And honestly, I feel as though the colds these days, they, they go in and out for She looked like a new baby. Yeah, like anywhere from two to five months. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either twenty four hours or three months standard. And honestly, I was like, you can go and lay on Steph's couch and watch Finding Nemo. The same, there. We have the same apps. And she did just that. She's just like She's obsessed with Lukey. Yes. They are obsessed with each other. Yeah. She wants to be anywhere he is. Yeah. And honestly, he'd let her do anything because he's a passive, chill guy. He's like, whatever. Sit on sit on my whole body and watch your favorite movie. I won't move. I was going to say, they're both after like their next snack and yeah. like whoever can they have control very simi- the remote. They have very similar motives. Yes. And I will say <laughs> that a very cute evolution sidestep is my husband and Lukey. It because has been they super cute. They jive really well. They're finding their like connection. Like I feel like I don't know whose birthday party it was, but th- one of the kids had a birthday party. Yeah. And I feel like that was when they started to like really bond because I remember us looking at them like by the busy board. Yeah. Having a moment and then on Saturday at the house, he was full hugging. Oh, yeah. Full snuggling. We came in and he was like, he asked me to pick him up. And he does, <laughs> he does he pick Kenny because he's like, I can manipulate this one. He's like, there's no way. There's no world in which he says no. Yeah, and he looks at him. He's like, look how tall he is. Yeah. He can reach all the shelves. What a view. <laughs> what a view. Even those snacks mom sometimes hides in the, you know, on top of the freezer because <laughs> and that's it's, how it is. It's no, it's no, like, your oldest it's no secret that she treats Kenny like he's Justin Timberlake. Of course. Like from the get-go. Of like course. Just makes his head very big about yes. what he can do. He does one like bit, one like scaring them across the room bit. She's like, do do that thing. Do that thing that you showed us. You know what? I <laughs> Honestly, dads get the hype. Oh, every dads time. Dads get the hype. Every time. When she tells me about the favorite time at my house, she's like, it was the time you were not there. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> that time that you like stepped out to go pick up the food and it was just us playing with dad? That was it. I'm thankful for that time. That was it. <laughs> and I think I sent you a voice message because one of my favorite parts, so like I get excited. We said this on the last episode or maybe it was two episodes ago. I like the setup of the magic. So when they were going to have a floor bed, I was going to make a goddamn floor bed and it was going to be covered in squishmallows and body pillows and be everything that they needed it to be. Of course, you know, I wasn't going to go easy on it. So I'm like, Luke, just play with the kids. I'm going to go set up everybody's beds. And I'm upstairs and I had to send Lauren a voice message because they were just the three of them, no, the four of them, hysterically laughing down there. I'm pretty sure just assaulting Lucas. Like, I think they were just throwing sock and boppers at him for most part. Oh, yeah. They tried to play that game with me. I was like, no, thank you. You were like, you. you picked the wrong guy. 
I'm not the one. I'm not even going to react. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no. So there's something about dad energy that like they just they really pump up a dad ego. And you're honestly you have FOMO from upstairs. Be like, I'd ruin it. Yeah. I'd go down there in a heartbeat. I'd I'd be like, be careful. Yeah. My momness would just. Yeah. The jig would be Watch their neck when you throw them at the couch. (laughs) You know, I would immediately suck the fun out of it. Yes. And I will say that as our (laughs) our friendship like ages and our tribe just kind of mingles more. Yep. We get to talk more as friends in a social setting. Yes. Because that's one thing about when you start being friends with somebody and then you're like, we're going to integrate our families. You are the ringleader of this. You have to guide the conversation. You're like the used car salesman of this friendship. You're like, you're going to like them. (laughs) I am so poor at that job. Like, I'll just take a back seat when it's my job to be like, you know, initiating a bond because I'm just, I'm an introverted gal. Oh, not me. I will like. Yeah, you put on the show. I will Maury Povich it for you. I'll sit right between you two of you with cue cards. You'll find like their common denominator. And I'll hate it every time. And then like I'll pretend that they're my common denominators too just to keep the convo going. I'll know. Just to keep it all relative. I'll tell you. Just to make sure no one's uncomfortable except you. Like I will silently Google a few facts about turtles if that's where you two are heading. Luke as well. (laughs) He, He has a thing for where you're from. And no matter where you are from he knows a little something about it yeah because I feel as though the small talk just like breaks the weirdness and I can't live in the weirdness I that's why I don't small talk but now now we don't have to small talk we don't have to do anything we literally this time we sent sent them them away (laughs) we said go get out of here said you are banished from Steph's kingdom yeah get out go to our kingdom until we say move the table move the table but honestly (laughs) when I was having that pep talk with my husband about like not like just living in the like right now and enjoying Lennon enjoying your house in the back of my mind I'm like he's a fidgety dude yes He's going to want to move something. He's going to want to do something. And Lucas is as well. So we honestly, we gave them a grown man fidget spinner. We're like, here, pick up this table. (laughs) Carry it down those basement stairs. Put it down. Yeah, put it down there (laughs) and do whatever else. And I was like, Luke loves to pick things up. Yeah. I was like, Luke's so good at picking things up. He picks all of my things up. He loves and, it. That's what he does every like, day. They were like, fuck you too. See yeah. you guys five hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you later. And then like we had the children, but honestly, the two ones, the big ones disappeared. Yeah. So it was really just us and the Donnies. We barely had them. I think we settled yeah. one dispute between yeah. the two of them that was just like a conversation. And like one time, Lukey grabbed four yogurts, but other than that, it was totally fine. It was one yeah, time. Yeah. It was just one time. But I am grateful for the friendship. <laughs> that we have. I'm grateful to have somebody that I can drop my kids off to in a moment's notice. I think that I've made that abundantly clear. Emergency contact. And I'm grateful for the fact that we were honest enough with each other to say like, let's do this. Yeah. Because like the podcast, like when would you say you started thinking about the podcast starting three years ago when like our real friendship started? It's so strange because, like, one thing that I think made us such instant mom friends is that, like, we didn't just do, like, sometimes, for instance, if you meet someone now, maybe it's because it's your kid's friend's parent. Like, there are different levels of friendship. Some people you just kind of coordinate times to get together with. Other people you're a little bit closer with. You a know, lot of rescheduling. It's a lot of rescheduling. But you and I, a Zulu, we went know? zero to, like, I'm going to tell you everything. You know, I'm just yeah. going to lay me out there. Well, yeah, and I think it was the timing, too, because we always – 
reference back to like we were lonely (laughs) yeah like we were lonely the world was in a weird state yeah um our toddlers like were just like what's friend from like anything that was remotely like outside stimuli like like, hope you like this happiness yeah and like we were performing for them so hard to the point that I don't think they know how to play by themselves anymore. But I digress. I they play together. Thank Send us goodness. more stimulus checks because honestly, my kids are bored and I need to buy new things. Yeah, and I don't know how to stimulate them <laughs> yeah, anymore. So just <laughs> fucking do it. But I will say that like with that time and that ability to just like get on a deep level really quick, we skipped what could have been a much slower friendship. Yeah. Like, we were very honest with each other, and I think that that's how we got here to this table where we're recording ourselves talk because... Oversharing is caring. Because I'd like to say that although I felt like freaking Britney Spears today... Yeah. I lived out my Paris Hilton. You for sure did. I was an heiress today in Target. You were. When Nicole came up to me and said, are you on a podcast? And I said... Paris IRL. <laughs> At first, I probably said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I probably like only half reacted, but I was like beaming because that was just like a small blip in our mind. Yeah. We didn't ever think that, well, I personally didn't think that I would ever feel confident enough to record and put out there into the world what I'm just saying in Absolutely conversation not. candidly. Like, we don't do this multiple takes. This is not like. No. A sketch. So this if I is say something really that's not, raw. you know, perfect or either of us do, just know that like we are just trying to like give you something real and honest and what we feel in that moment. And yeah. we're just doing our best. And for every like Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, <laughs> thank you, Rudy, like moment, there are a lot more like everybody hates me. Shaving my head. Like yeah. everybody hates me. Did I sound weird? It, this Did week I say was, too much? Did I not say enough? I was Did living I, in 2007 this week. Yeah. So like <laughs> to give each other the grace of just like opening up and just like being really candid. Yeah. And then allowing the validation to be like, hey, we can be candid with other people. I think that I think you're cool. It was a direct reflection fine. of how comfortable like we are with each other was doing this because I have always, I am a podcast listener and I've always fantasized the idea of it. I've talked about doing it before, but I get really in my head as we most do. And I think it's a combination of things. I feel like it's a combination of the way that we've grown as friendships and how comfortable we are with each other, but also like where I am in my life. Like I feel like even though I have a lot of things that I'm working through, I feel more confident in who I am as like a person than I did 10 years ago in my 20s. Like I just feel like more sure of who I am. So then I'm like feeling a little bit more confident about putting it out there, I guess. Like I feel like, yes, some things I may say may not be everybody's cup of tea, but like it doesn't have to be. And I yeah. think that's just from a place of age. And it's like a certain realization up. that like you don't have to be like there's genres for a reason. Yeah. Like you don't have to be everybody's cup no. of tea. But I will say that like my whole life, like every, you know, people are like, you're funny. Yeah. And also people are like, you're terrible. You know, like it's a mixed bag. <laughs> Which one? But like it, there was a reoccurring, yeah. you're funny a in trend. between the terrible. Yes. <laughs> and like other superlatives. But yeah. But when you're told that you're funny, you're like, okay, I'm funny. I'll keep being funny. (laughs) And then, like, I literally was called by an English teacher, the ringleader of all bad things. 
Which she honestly, funny. put it on my tombstone. Yeah, she sounds so fun. She sounds so cool, and everybody probably was happy to see her. That's your role. But probably not. But <laughs> I feel as though I had that certain level of like, ooh, I've got to like keep talking. I've got to fill this void. I've, yeah. It's the ADHD mm-hmm. and a little tism. Yeah. <laughs> but I do still feel myself being kind of like a verbal showman, even though I do feel very introverted on the yeah. inside. Because I want to be your cup of tea. Absolutely. But then I met you and you were like, you don't have to be everybody's cup of tea. I was like, I like your tea. And my whole life, I was like, I would love to be like a stand-up comedian. And even my husband, when I first met him, we would go to improv shows and some we participated in. Mm -hmm. It was was very fun. Very cool. And we always went to see stand-up comedians and he's like, I think you could do stand-up. And I'm like, yeah, but like stand-up comedians are very like generally pompous and outward and very like boastful and seem to be very comfortable with themselves and I mean pan to now where you have a lot of like awkward inward like it's more likely to be a new and up and coming comedian and be a little awkward and in your shell and like have some weird shit to say absolutely um and then I feel as though you gave me the confidence where you were like I think that we can do this when you have somebody else that's like absolutely I think that's the secret sauce so I don't know when the secret sauce was added to the chat but I know I think that was my original question regarding I would like to do some digging on that though because I like to be sentimental about things and I like to know how long things have existed that's just something about my little brain I would say it was around a year because I have to say it was in like production for probably like six months before it was an actual thing yes investments were made like timelines were made Mm -hmm. and we sat down and we were like if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it right yes you know we've been talking on each other for a while yeah maybe somebody else wants to hear us talk to each other (laughs) and apparently they do yeah and which is like the coolest thing ever i I don't know and i hope that this whole thing keeps growing and i'm just gonna put Every ounce of, like, gratitude that I feel mm-hmm. and every, like, little pep in my step that I get from this, I want to put back into it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that will be reflective in our coming our coming seasons. I think so as well. And I'm super excited for those things to come. Yes. And in the name of being thankful and this, like, having somewhat of structure other than us just recollecting on an anniversary yeah. we don't really know. <laughs> it's ne- It was around the fall. It was around the fall. Leaves were there. Yes, they were. <laughs> I don't remember what color they were. But um, but we do have a little bit of a game. Yes, we do. And I know that I didn't really answer your text messages regarding the game. Lauren loves to be mysterious. And the thing about me is I don't even think she's trying to be mysterious. I think she's just like, she's like, I can't answer you right now. I just don't have the bandwidth. No. You're not intentionally being mysterious. And the thing about me is... Mailbox full. I can't give mysterious <laughs> because I am so eager this is the way maybe I'm pleasing and that I need to, I don't know, when I get a text message, I have to look at it, but then I also sometimes forget that it exists. And then other times I'm like, here I am, here's all of me, but I don't know. So, <laughs> so would you like to start with some would you rathers? Yeah, so I only have one of each. Oh my God, Lauren. I'm ill prepared. All right, I'm going to throw something at you then. <laughs> okay, so... I know we became friends three years ago, but we knew each other existed, and that had me thinking about MySpace and that time in our life. And I wanted to ask, would you rather share an archive of your MySpace page or 
your photo bucket from 2007. And for those Gen Zs that don't remember or don't even know what a photo bucket is. We're crawling near a photo bucket. (laughs) They were your parents. (laughs) Your parents were uploading their pictures off of their digital camera. And there weren't like five pictures. There were 500 pictures onto a photo bucket so that it could be, I don't even know what it was up there for. So it could be shared maybe. I don't even remember. Yeah, you could like embed it into your... um MySpace. It would create the link. Because at one point I knew how to code and I don't anymore. That's the thing about (laughs) 30-something-year-olds. We all used to know how to code, but when we were like 16. Yeah. And now we have no recollection of how to do that. And And, like at some point we didn't think it would be valuable, which feels silly. It just Mark Zuckerberg didn't think that. (laughs) In this AI era, like it just feels like that would be useful. Yeah. There were those that kept coding and those that stopped. And here we are trying to jump in on a late boat. The stoppers. (laughs) The stoppers of the world with their Canva premium. Um, So would you rather share an archive of your MySpace page or your photo bucket? I mean, I guess my MySpace page, because at one point I thought that's appropriate Mm. to um, post on the internet, which the internet had a different weight to it then, I think. Yeah. Um, You were a little more reckless with what you put on the internet. And like you said, even the beginning of Facebook, like I remember uploading like 80 photos, like of one thing that I did. Yeah. And the caption was like the date. Because you're like, there's more to come tomorrow. Yeah, and you're like, now I'm like, yeah, maybe you'll see a picture of my baby and like a hand in motion yeah. that looks You're artsy. like, that's still your baby? She looks so different. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fair enough. Fair so enough. yeah, so I think the photo bucket, I also had a friend that like, she took it a step further with her coding and like she would hack other people's oh my shit. God. <laughs> which like, I'm not going to disclose who she was. Tell but me later. But yeah, but she would like hack other people's photo buckets and like it was so easy. And now Stop. anytime anything. Can she hack mine still? Because I'm so curious what's on it. I don't even think you can. I don't I don't know what's on mine. Uh, I'd love to know. It can die in the It can die in there. Abyss. <laughs> Purgatory. Fair. Um, but yeah, but I feel like um, you threw me off with saying you wanted to see your photo bucket. I don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see it. Yeah. She's having so trauma. So she was having a really now. easy time, like, hacking. So now anytime, like, anything is cyber attacked, I'm like, I just feel as though it's easy. Yeah. Like, it's I not know, even, like, that hard. I know we've come a long way with cybersecurity, but, like, really, like, is it? It's the L words energy. Prove it. Like, what? Like, it's hard or something? So- <laughs> I love that. That's my stance on photo buckets. Give me your one singular would you rather. And I lied. I have two F. Mary kills. Okay. Wow. Overprepared. My single (laughs) would you rather is would you rather. And I was just thinking of like recent like events that have really like. You can think whatever you want to. They've gotten you where you've needed to be. Yeah. I bet they have. They were part of your journey. Uh, would you rather win nothing at Trunk or Treat? Like, yeah. like they didn't even give you an honorable mention. They didn't even photograph. They oh probably God. posted 68 photos and they didn't even they post didn't even post your vampire. They didn't even post the Vampire Emporium. Yeah. So that. Okay. Or... Get bit in the face again by that dog Stop! in your neighborhood. <laughs> oh my god, honestly. <laughs> and I know you're unhinged enough to make the wrong choice. I'm making the wrong choice. It can bite me in the face again because I felt more joy 
my eye looked so gross the day after it got bit. But like it was only one day and I felt happy from the trunk or treat victory for at least three. It's part of your journey. You're a survivor. It's part of who I am. I love that. I love that you're like, <laughs> no, I must win. <laughs> I must win trunk or treat. I'll yeah. get another tetanus shot. Yeah. I'll get, honestly, I think that thing lasts for like a few years. So if I'm going to get bit again, I'd rather it be now. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you one more. Would you rather? All right. Okay. So, do you remember T9? That's how we used. To, I think it's called T9. How we used to have to text on the old phones, where like a to do a, yes. you'd have to do like one, two, three. Yeah. I also know? remember like my dad sending me to school with his cell phone, <laughs> like, like his Nokia. Yeah. Just being like, take this. He had like a Samsung flip phone. Yeah. Like, just imagine. playing Snake under your desk in middle you know? school. Like what the hell? I know. And for sure, you couldn't All silence right, so those T9. things. So T nine. Oh no. So okay. So I didn't even say. You can only text or type. So anytime you have to email, text, write any, type anything out, it's T9. So it's ABC, one, two, three, whatever. So we it know. takes a long time. And you already aren't the best texter. Like, and sorry. I, yeah, and I got a sidekick early on. Or so. you have no, so this is for a week. That's the time frame for this Would You Rather. Okay. So you can only text or type with T9 for the week. Or for the week, your phone has no caller ID. So your phone rings and you've just got to answer it because you don't know who's calling. It's the 90s. You know, it's just a phone. I mean, I think I'm just going with the T9. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, it's not even that big of a deal. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to text you back anyways. I'll post like a single status that says TTYL. <laughs> and I'll go off the grid. BBN. <laughs> I love that. And like what I really got to do, I really got to do. Yeah. And what I don't, I don't. What you don't, you don't. I but, love that energy. Yeah. Honestly, if your number does not have like at least a predicted what my phone thinks it might be underneath. Yes. You're absolutely not getting answered. It's not for me. Yeah. I get that. I'm also going to start with the F Mary kills because I have a few of them. Okay. Actually, no. I think that one's your favorite game. It is my favorite game. So this one I'm excited about because I did TV Best Friend Edition. F Mary Kill. Okay. So the first one is Leslie and Anne, which are of Parks and Recreation, if you're not a Parks and Rec fan. And they are very symbolic of our friendship. Yeah, we've we've attached them to our friendship very early. So Leslie and Anne of Parks and Recreation. Yeah, guess who's who <laughs> in the comments. Yeah, I'm sure it's really stumping the audience. So the next one, Meredith and Christina. Third one. I was just going to do Rachel and Monica, but I threw Phoebe in there because I love Phoebe. So Phoebe, Rachel, and Monica. Okay. I love that. I love that. So, I mean, I'm just going to say who I'd be in all those duos, right? Yeah, tell I'd everybody. I'd be Anne. I'd yep. be Christina. Yep. And I guess I'd be, would I be Phoebe? I think you would be. We could, we're very interchangeable as Phoebe and Rachel. I think that I do a Phoebe Monica hybrid and you do a Phoebe Rachel hybrid. That's fair. You know, which that's is a fair. great mix on either end. All right, that's fair. So for F Mary Kill for that, yep. I would say that I'm going to marry Leslie and Ann. Of course. They're so well balanced. Yes. You know, and everything they say to me is relevant and shareable. Beautiful angel fish of a human. Absolutely. <laughs> Tropical sunfish, you. You love the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> yeah. I've used that one so An many underrated times. show, Justice for Parks and Recreation, because I'm not coming against The Office, but it's equal. Are they taking it off of the Netflix, or did I make that up? I think it's been gone, Lauren. That's a rumor. <laughs> I don't... 
Honestly, I don't watch this so much This is not TV. an official source. Have you seen of... Unicorn Academy? <laughs> it's all we watch. Side note, your kid was about to fuck up the ending for my kid. I was like, Nora, watch, One thing about you, yourself. she's going to spoil an ending. One <laughs> thing about my kid, she's going to tell you how it ends. I'm like, why? Back to your question. Okay. So you're marrying Leslie and I'm marrying and Leslie and Anne. Okay. I'm effing um, Christina and Meredith. Of course. Because I do. I love that duo. So much. Um, and I guess I have to kill Rachel and Phoebe. And I don't want to. I don't want you so to many, either. You know, with the recent events. Yes. But I have but to do what I have to do. You have to do what's right for you. Yeah. You have to do what's right for you. <laughs> so that would be mine. I love that. I to lock it in. I love it. Um, so I was doing like. I was just, I was being silly. <laughs> she was doing her. So when I think F. Mary Kill, the first thing I'm like, Steph's going to take it so fucking serious. She's going to like make it situational. Like it's going to, there's gonna, a time of day involved. the pressure on me. Like she's going to create a genre that I didn't know about. It was probably in a voice memo. <laughs> Oh, send me the cliff notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, overstimulated. Fucking stop. So, so yeah. So I just like the, my first one usually is silly. So yeah. Dak Shepard, Meredith Shepard, Derek Shepard. Oh F. my Mary god. Kill. Okay, Derek Shepard, Meredith Shepard, and Derek. Derek, two Jax, fictional, Meredith. one non-fictional. I love this. I love that we both did a little Grey's Anatomy in there. So I think I marry. I think I marry Dax. I think I F Meredith. And I think I killed Derek because I just, I think I love Meredith more than Derek. And Derek's already dead. Yeah. And you know what? What's dead is dead. Yeah. I think that's all fair. Yeah. I think I would lock in the same response. I'm still going to yell cry every time I watch him die because I I keep rewatching it. When I wrote down Dax Shepard, I was like, do I fucking get a fight with Luke again? Oh my- <laughs> honestly, do it just so I can know like, if he's up to date. I'm like, honestly, for nostalgic purposes. Yeah, like, just to feel something. Yeah, I was honestly. like, Dak Shepard, dot, yeah. dot, dot. And then I was just like, you know what? Let's go off. Luke and is then- all of you. <laughs> and then his dad. <laughs> the neighbor of the dog that bit your face. <laughs> That guy I cut off on my road. Oh, so, yeah, no, I decided not to pick violence. To stick to the shepherds. Yes, but honestly, I loved that. That was a great question. Okay, I have another one for you, and it is. These are, I don't know, you know me. So these are combination situations. Pizza and Netflix, situation one. Okay. Target and Taco Bell. Coffee and an outdoor walk. Oh, yeah. Those are all like things that I do together. That's why I picked them. And that's why when your kid tells me (laughs) that your mozzarella sticks are better than mine, I call bullshit. (laughs) You're like, they're the same damn brand. Yeah, they're literally the same Shaw's brand. Yeah. Get over yourself. Um, (laughs) So I would marry. Oh, my God, this is so hard. So I would marry. Mm Mm-hmm. The coffee and the outdoor walk. So romantic. Yes. Which that is another thing that we always – I'll finish answering the question first because I'm going to get all sidetracked. <laughs> so I'd marry the coffee situation. Yep. I would F 
the pizza situation, and I guess I have to kill Target because in this economy, I know we're either going to Target or we're going out to eat. We're pizza and Netflix is more affordable than Target and Taco. But Bell. I will say that my kid calls eating Taco Bell in the car a car picnic, and that's a parenting win. That's a parenting because it sounds so much better than like we're eating in the parking lot of Target of, of Target before we go in because I yes. haven't fed you, and like hopefully you don't get too much cheddar cheese on your clothes. Romanticize the everyday. It's a car picnic. Absolutely, but car picnic. what I was gonna say is that part of our friend evolution is that you and myself when one person is coming over and we obviously are at each other's houses a lot more because of the podcast yes but when it's specifically a hangout where I know that you couldn't leave the house prior Mm -hmm. um we are always like what's the vibe like do you want to get like yeah do you want me to bring coffees do you want me to bring food do you want me to bring munchkins like Yes. Tell me what you're What's feeling. What's the climate? Yeah. Are we going to be outside with Charlie's? You do a temp check. Yeah. And you're like, usually, I'd say nine times out of ten, it's like coffee, yes, no. You know? And But then sometimes we're like throwing the pizza. Yeah. You know, there's always room to grow. But I think baseline, it's always pizza. And I love that. I love someone that just shows up with coffee and they know you want it. Like, they're like, you want the coffee. Yeah. And if you're you in You need a, the coffee. If you're in a different parallel universe where I become your instant mom friend and not Stephanie. Yeah. And <laughs> we make a podcast, then you know you that know. I am one that lingers around sometimes. But I will always reward you with pizza. And like, with I'm a, sorry we stayed way, for five hours, but I'm going to buy your family dinner because you can't make dinner. I've been sitting yeah. here charming and you. And you know, deep down, I don't want to make dinner. You yeah. know I have no desire well, making the, the dinner. At least everyone wins. And honestly, you know I desire your company. Like, there is a short list, let's be honest, of people that I want in my home in the real life. Yes. Like, it's not, it's not. <laughs> IRL. It's IRL. And for my dad, who just asked me six months into our podcast, that does mean IRL. I mean, wait, that does mean in real life. And Don't so, worry about what it means, yeah, dad. Get out of my room. Don't even worry. <laughs> he used his context clues and he figured it out because he's a smart man. Um, but yeah, you know, I just love that about us. I love that we show up with a coffee and what whatever was, we need. What was your rank? My ranking of those situations. Mm-hmm. I would also marry the coffee in the outdoor walk. Honestly, same answer because I would prefer to not go in the public and those other two situations do not put me really in the public. I don't consider yeah. going for like a park or a trail walk, true public. Yeah, and I have a backward-facing car seat situation again, so eating in the car is never the vibe anymore. It's not the same. Like, the Donnie has to get out. Yeah, you have to, or you have to go back there. There is cheddar cheese and black beans everywhere. Everywhere. And, like, it's, it reads more survival for yeah. me than like enjoyment. And the angle of the car seat is just so sus. It's like it's just too much. It's not the same when they're facing the backwards. Yeah, and at with such the coffee and the outdoor walk, it's like we always go much like your chickens are free range, so is my toddler. And yes. like we go on walking paths that she can be like five feet in front of me and it not be hugely problematic. Yes. So I feel like when you're just doing that kind of vibe, you're not like, there's no worry, you know, you've got your coffee, you're not bending a whole bunch, you're not it's like... It's the best kind, it's the least weight on it, the least expectations, but everybody feels better after because apparently walking outside is good for you, everybody. PSA, it's Whatever. good for you. It's doctor recommended. Next you're going to tell me the sunlight is good for me. Yeah, <laughs> I promise I won't. So I have another F. Mary Kill and Ooh. it's like hobbies edition. So we are multi-passionate generalists. Absolutely are. Write it down. Yes. We dabble 
We don't always stick with them. I almost bought a needlepoint kit today. And my I was sewing like, machine's on my table right now. I was now. like, not today, Lauren. This isn't the day to start needlepoint. I'm sewing Barbie today. <laughs> don't know who I'll be next week, but today was stay the tuned. Day. So I was just thinking like hobbies. So mine are F. Mary Kill, being the head of the hen house, <laughs> baking bread before their eyes. <laughs> and then I put like, and this is just like a general like thing, but like painting sticks until you're convinced they're wands. Yes. So like, are you like your hobby is as far as chicken, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you're doing with the chickens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you do in there, but keep doing it because it brings eggs. Homesteading. The yeah. eggs are fabulous. Yes. The eggs are strong. Um, yes, they are. <laughs> the shell is strong. Um, and then... I feel like the bread baking, like, you know, the cooking that side of you and then just like your crafting side where yes. you will literally whittle a stick until you look like. I'm so many women. You look Lauren, like I'm so many people. I know. I think. It's F. Mary Killam. I think what's right is that I would have to, I would have to marry my homestead life because I want to be, I want to have a homestead one day. <laughs> I don't want to have to go work yeah. for big America, you know? I want to work on this little podcast and raise my chickens and everybody loves my eggs. Yeah. So I marry that every time. Yeah. I, um, I F the wands because I love to make a wand, but it, you just can't do it every day. You know, you just can't make a wand every day. But I need to do it every so often to to feel okay. Yeah, and then I'm going to leave it out to dry for like three to six weeks. Absolutely. To remind myself that I did it. Yeah, and I have to kill the bread. That's just the way it is. (sighs) Yeah. I (laughs) – the amount of yeast that never rose. It's just (laughs) the way the the dough doesn't rise for me. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that I would say the same thing for you. Obviously, they're more specific. I micro homestead, but like you said, like you want a homestead. I want a homestead. You haven't seen The Handmaid's Tale, right? No, but I think I should. Okay, yeah, you definitely should. Um, but it's definitely a trigger warning everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Sound yeah. the alarms. But <laughs> once you watch that, the, the concept of a grocery store really gets scary. You're like, why do we all go to the same place yeah. to get our groceries? I, I see hate what you're that. saying. It's scary in like a too much of a realistic possibility kind of way yeah. rather than like a fantastical dragons burning downtown. Yeah, and you'll have to buy into my conspiracy theory podcast to hear more. But yes, I like the I dragons. Though, I like the dragons. <laughs> I feel as though there's something good about at least my eggs yeah. come from where at I least, know. At least my eggs. I know the vent. You're like, oh, my, these eggs? I know the vent <laughs> She even knows the, the anatomy lingo. You've taught me so much about, She's learned about a lot. the chicks. These chickens are the gift that keep on giving. They are. They are. And while I was sitting here, I thought of one more because maybe I'm a one-upper. I don't know. I'm a competitive soul. And so (laughs) I was thinking about our podcast and I was thinking about segments. Yep. Call your moms. Okay. Would you rather slash F. Mary Kill because those always go together or hot take slash cup of tea? So call your moms. I feel as though we put a lot of – that was like a little passion project for us. And yes. I love what it's still doing in real time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go with that. And obviously hearing our sweet, sweet baby girls sing the little like intro yes. clip. Did we say that it, outright ever or no? I don't think so. But our call your moms intro yeah. is actually uh, Nora and Lennon, our six-year-olds. Yep. Um, and my husband, Kenny, like – 
produced them and had them record yeah. and it was like a really fun we shared it on our Instagram we story we did a little teaser but we were yes. like oh look at us yeah. what are we doing so yeah um, so I would say that I definitely marry that yes of um, course I would F the F Mary Kills because they are always fun and always fun we captured in one of our other episodes that like this is just like the equivalent of like immature just like sending notes back and forth yeah. or just like like a late night table talk just like topics that Absolutely. like you otherwise wouldn't really touch on unless you just were like directly 100%. at them and I like what we've done with those like classic games yes. whereas they used to be like three handsome boys from a boy band yeah you know, now it's we're evolving like, yeah it's now evolving. we're like finding we're still gonna talk about them but like we're also gonna do mashed potatoes broccoli casserole and you know all yeah, the good stuff if there's not enough mary kill casserole edition yeah. are you in your 30s you're not absolutely not um, and then i guess that leaves me killing hot take cup of tea but i do really love those two and so. we're always gonna give them but that's fair enough my pageant response. I, I love that. I'm alive if I could have. And honestly, I think I completely agree with that. And I think I kind of wanted to end on something. Um, it was a message from a Rudy, which we love the feedback as we're saying with call your moms or just any kind of general feedback. We had a Rudy say tips on surviving your 20s, a weird transition time. And I thought that kind of fit into this episode because. Your 20s is a weird transition time because you're becoming an adult. Yeah. And I feel like you're in the middle of a lot of things. And even though we are not in our 20s, I feel like we feel in the middle of a lot of things as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a relatable feeling. One thing I will say is just to lean into all of the things that you are interested in because it is a transitional time. So this is a time to figure out what course do you want to take? This is the time to make a decision that will move your life in a direction. Yeah, and I would say that, like, just survive your 20s. Yeah. Like, just get through it. Yes. And do whatever you're feeling like doing. Exactly. And your 30s are going to make more sense. Yes. But whatever you because do in of your, your 20s, 20s, it's probably going to be wrong. Yeah. Be but it's only But you're going to probably learn something from it. Yeah, and I think we've said, like, it's so easy to be retrospective you. Like, yes. it's so easy to be you in your 30s because yes. you're like, I would have been so much smarter. Yeah, well, you didn't have a 22-year-old brain. No. You know, like, absolutely. you were making choices with not all of what you got going on right exactly. now. Um, so I feel like it's so easy to be hard on past us. Yep. But it's also really easy to, like, get so caught up in your 20s with, like, what it's supposed to look like by 30. Like, yes. I feel as though when I was in my early 20s, you are creating this map of, like, where you want to go, what yeah. you want to do. And obviously that looks very different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But for me, I knew that I wanted to be, like, a family person. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to have a career. I knew I wanted to find my purpose. But I also knew that I wanted to have a family. Yeah. Um, surprise, I was bestowed a family because yeah. my first baby's an oopsie baby, yeah, you oopsies, know? we love her. 25, and yeah. I felt like a child. I felt did I. 16 and pregnant Same. at 25. I was, like, nervous to tell my parents as, like, a woman in a five-year committed relationship yeah. in her mid-20s. And it that's... That's why I give the advice to just, like, just survive because yeah. she forced me to do that. There's no right way to do this. Like, we changed 
our decisions based on what happened, not what happened, but yes, like what we were doing yeah. and what was happening And suddenly us. it wasn't just about me. So I was like, I have to survive. Yeah. Like there's no, like we both, I have to keep her surviving. And yep. it becomes very like primal on that level that you're like, this isn't just about me. So like this has to be a rewarding experience for everyone yes. or we're not going to make it. Absolutely. Whereas I don't know what I would have come to that conclusion with without her but I think you do have to come to that conclusion of like what do I want to do every day Mm -hmm. that like makes me want to keep opening up my eyes in the morning absolutely and I feel as though we're so programmed to think like you only have so much time American dream buy a house Mm -hmm. get debt go to school don't go to school get a trade and like it's so easy to be so ramsacked by that and think like this mental timeline and see other people fitting it which like good for them that's a weird thing about the 20s some of your friends are getting married and having babies and some friends are just like finishing up school like you everybody's in a different place and everyone's gonna be in another different place in 10 years yeah and all of these decisions that you're making right now might not feel right then but they're gonna get you to where you're going to be yes because they did with us yeah so that's the truth like who I was in my 20s isn't who I am today but she got me here yes and who I am today I don't think is who I'm gonna be in my 40s exactly but it's all yeah exactly and that's kind of the thing I I try to more so romanticize I think there's a thing with like fearing aging I think that's something that a lot of people feel which is completely understandable because we all think about humans and how we are you know we're living finite lives yeah and so it's easy to get a little bit nervous about aging but I am in a mind space lately where like getting another year older does it it makes me I'm trying to feel grateful for that like I'm trying to feel thankful like how lucky am I to live in this world it's again stepping back have this family have these friends I thought when I was in my 20s, I knew what my life would look like when I was in my 30s, but I didn't. And it turned out just exactly how it needed to be. And I think you kind of have to trust yourself and that what you're doing at whatever age you are is going to get you where you need to be. Yeah, and you have to keep showing up. That's the whole assignment. And there is a very horrible like corporate term that we've all been subjected to that's like the pebble in your shoe. Yeah. Like theory. You know, and like it's if you change just that pebble in your shoe, if people come together on what is, you know, making them unhappy in a small way, Mm -hmm. then they're going to long term, they're going to have big changes. And of course, this is a corporate setting. So the big changes are for them. Right. But if you think about it and we'd have to find a cooler term for it than the pebble in the shoe, because I hate that. I hate everything. I hate what it stands for. It It stands for big corporate man. But um. But also you are doing that. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm a more authentic version of myself. But like what's something I'm doing that I hate? Or what's something I'm doing that I can do a little better Mm -hmm. that will make more sense? Or, you know, like and as you slowly work that out, you're getting to where you want to be. You're yeah. you're growing. You're yeah. you're growing at a at your own pace and in a digestible way. You don't have to do a 180 and yes. like do like the Sandra Bullock miscongeniality. Like we all wish we could, but it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you have to take it in small small doses yeah. and say like, I'm not who I want to be, but like I'm but not I'm who I used to be. Yeah. And like I, I, this brings me back to my fall meme. Yes, you know the. 
I want to be, what is it? I want to be where the people are. Well, yes. No, what is, if me five years ago yes. could see me now. I love that you went straight into The Little Mermaid. I was like, yeah, yup, that's the one. No, it's on like a stock image. You yeah, know the one. I know exactly what but you're talking about now. Little Rudy in five your 20s. Five years ago me. Yeah, Little Rudy in your 20s. You're probably doing just fine. Yes. And you're going to get through it. Absolutely. There's no other option in this crazy crazy game absolutely if you had told me 10 years ago that you and I would be doing a podcast together I'd be like that's so funny I don't even really know her yeah and look where my life is and now I can't picture my life without you in it and I exactly and I think that's like maybe put a spin on like the future could be cool and exciting and there's new things in it that are going to be cool and better and I'm going to get there one way or another and look for your people to lean on because you're gonna need them it's never gonna be easy all the time Mm -hmm. like you know there'll be days and let me tell you if you have the right people around yeah they're gonna get you through the shitty ones they're gonna keep making you show up they're gonna hold you accountable until you can do it on your own absolutely and you're gonna get there absolutely and thank you guys for rooting for us and we are rooting for you Always. We did it. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild, wild world. And remember, we're rooting for you. And I would say that, like, just survive your 20s. Like, just get through it. Yes. And do whatever you're feeling like doing. Exactly. Your 30s are going to make more sense. Yes. But whatever you do in your your 20s. It's probably going to be wrong. Yeah. But it's only because. But you're going to probably learn something from it. 